welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Hallelujah! Amen! Have you got anything to say? I believe I can't hear you. What have you got to say? I believe God. Paul said in Acts chapter 27, verse 25, that I believe God that it shall be unto me. Take heart, verse 25. Wherefore says, be of good cheer, for I believe God. In the midst of the storm, there was no hope anywhere. But Paul said, I believe God. Don't be quiet. Announce it that you are a believer. Open up your mouth when, when the time comes and say, I believe God. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, you read that letter you didn't want to see. All your response is, just, hey, hey, I'm in trouble. No! Don't say that. Don't say I'm in trouble. Say I believe God. Don't say I'm done. Say I believe God. Don't say I'm down. Say I believe God. Don't say what I fear that happened. Say I believe God. Have you got anything to say? I believe God. With regards to your health, your finances, your marriage, your career, your studies, your family life, your ministry. Have you got anything to say? I, I believe, believe God. I believe God. Tonight, what I've got to say is I believe God that he'll change your story. Hey! Paul said to them, brethren, or says, be of good cheer because I believe God. I believe God that what I have heard, what has been told me, it shall be it shall be even as the way I was told the description that I had I know it to be exactly that be of good cheer don't give up things look discouraging but don't worry believe God things look bleak the future is looking bleak and bleak and bleak and bleak don't fear believe God Believe God. It's your believing that commits God. Until you believe God, he's not committed. You believe God, you commit God. You believe God, you commit God. There, in the midst, in the middle of the shipwreck, when they hadn't seen sun or moon, no light, in the high seas, about 2,000 years ago, in the high seas, no moon, no sun, light, everything looked dark. And Paul, the angel of the Lord, stood beside Paul and said, Paul, don't be afraid, be of good cheer, for you must be brought before Caesar. <laughs> Listen. Somebody's listening to me and you are sick. The devil is telling you you will die. No, 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 no. This is not how you will die. 
No, 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 no. No, no, no. You are not dying. You are not dying and you are not contracting cancer. You, you won't get it. You won't contract cancer. Cancer cannot stay in your body. Cancer is not permitted. I inject supernatural strength, supernatural power into your body that it will become incompatible with that sickness that is trying to threaten your peace. Your body from now, I inject the power of the Holy Ghost, the blood of Jesus into your system and it will be incompatible with that sickness, that trouble that is trying to harass you. Paul said, the angel said to Paul, don't be afraid for you must, you must, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you and all those who say with you, they are not your slaves. You are actually a prisoner and you are traveling, sailing with prisoners and captains and ship owners and commanders. And God said, I put them in your hands. Indeed, you, uh, uh, God has granted you all those. They are in your hands. They are in your care. Don't underestimate when God is with you. It might not look like that on the surface, but a lot of things cannot happen once you are in town. Once you are around, certain dangers can happen. Certain things can happen in that family because of your presence. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The angel said to Paul, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Paul! I don't know whose name this fits, but I think you can put your name there. But do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, lady. Do not be afraid, gentlemen. Do not be afraid, ma'am. Do not be afraid, dad. Don't be afraid. Don't be, there's a prophet speaking to you right now. If you have not heard a prophet ever speak, you are hearing one. A prophet is speaking to you. Don't be afraid. 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 Only believe. Only believe. Believe in God. Believe in His Word. Believe in God. Believe in His Word. Believe in God. Believe in His Word. And He will make good His Word. It's not my job to make God fulfill His Word. It's His job. My job is to believe Him. When I believe Him, I leave the rest for Him. If you can believe him, you commit him. You commit his favor. You commit his power to work. The angel told Paul, Fear, don't be afraid. King James said, Fear no. Thou must be brought before Caesar. So the high seas cannot drown you. No way. You're on your way to Rome. Why are you worried about high seas? God has already registered you in Rome. You are getting there. It doesn't matter what's up. Some of you, it looks like you won't get married. No, no, forget it. Your marriage has been satisfied with your children growing with you and your wife and you and your husband serving God together. That one has been set in stone by heaven. If you can stay in faith, if you can stay faithful, don't worry. Some of you are listening to me. You are very concerned about your child's future. Don't worry. Don't worry, God has settled that for you. God has settled that for you. God has settled that for you. It's already settled. We are going through moments that you, you uh, moments of uncertainty or uncertainties. 
moments of uncertainties and you are not sure what's going to happen. You are not sure even as the lockdown is about to be over. Nobody has a last year by now. No, what, no one ever planned for two months what was going to happen in the next two months. When we went into lockdown, I, in my human thinking, knew that oh, it's, this doesn't normally happen. So we'll be out of church for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Because how can we not be in church? out of church for two weeks? The coming uh, next week is exactly a year from middle of March to middle of March, exactly a year when we had our last Sunday service in London and in many of the branches. But I believe God! 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 Our church must be brought before Caesar. In other yeah. words, we are making our way to the greatness God has prepared for us. Yeah. We are going yeah. to Rome. Yeah. You are getting there. We, you are getting there. There's a songwriter. A songwriter says, we are going. Heaven knows when, where we are going. We, will, we know we will. We will get there. Heaven knows yeah. when we will get there. We, we, get will, we know. We, it, the road must be rough, might be rough. The road might be tough. I'm telling you, your financial settlement is coming. Your financial testimony is coming. I mean, that sickness, oh yes, I'm telling you, there's a day coming where you will, you will have a taste. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, don't miss this, don't miss this, I'm prophesying, I'm speaking by the Spirit. A day is coming where you will have a taste and a feeling of what, how it feels like not to be sick. Wow. How it feels like to be sickness free. You don't have any sickness anyway. Yes. You see? Do you believe God? You might be in the high seas, high seas with darkness all around you, having eaten anything for 14 days. But you know what? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm prophesying. I'm telling you. I'm prophesying. If you can believe, so shall it be for you. I'm prophesying to you that a time is coming when you have a taste of how it feels like to be sickness-free. You don't know my age. I'm already 52. It doesn't matter. It's not every, there are people who are 60 and are sickness free. So if someone can be 70 and sickness free, then I'm prophesying to you, you can also be 53 and sickness free. You can be 69 and sickness free. You can be 38 and sickness free. And may I also say this, you can also be 89. If others, you don't know anyone who has been there without sickness, then you can be, will be the first to to open the metrics. You'll be the first to set the pace. I'm prophesying to you, maybe in your family, nobody has done that. Nobody has achieved this. Nobody does not matter at all because none of them in that time had, 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 watch this, none of them in their lifetime had lockdown and had encounter first at lockdown. So your case, that makes your case different. Your case is different. Even no, nobody, I have never had lockdown and encounter face together. This is the first time ever in the history of man when we, we are having lockdown and I'm telling you, the first time ever in the history of man. And so that means that there are other things, historic things that are about to take place in your life that has never happened in your family. Bible says that and Joshua prayed and he said, let the sun set, st stand still. And the sun stood still 
and Joshua until Joshua defeated Amalek, his enemies. And on that day, there has never been a day like that day ever in a calendar of men. There have never been a day like that. So it doesn't matter if they haven't been or there has not been a day. And Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand still over Gibeon and moon in the valley of Aijalon. And what happened? And so the sun stood still and the moon stopped. till the people had revenged upon their enemies, upon their enemies, is this not written in the book of Jesha? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. Verse 14, about a whole day. And there has and there has there has been no day like that. Uh-huh. Today we read it in Luke chapter 5, verse 20, 26. For we have today our eyes have seen strange things. They said we have he said we have seen strange things today. I'm telling you, the Bible said in the time of Joshua, there had no day Joshua ten fourteen. There there and there has been no day like that before or after it that the Lord heeded the voice of a man for the <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'm describing you. But if you don't yeah. take it, you read it like story. May God uh-huh. open your eyes to see the wonders in it that belongs to you. Amen. God, he, listen, God heeded the voice of a man. No. There's never been a day like that where God heeded the voice of a man in that direction and the elements of nature were subject to the demands of a human being. Subject. There had never been a day like that. Before or after it, that the Lord heeded the voice of a man. God said, son, you can't move. Because somebody, I'm telling you, there's, we are living in those times. This is the season you are about to make history through your prayers and your personal declaration based on your faith in God. Yeah. Paul said, the, the angel said, don't be afraid for you must be brought before Caesar. And so Paul then recanted, he retreated re, re, or reported what the angel, after the angel, look at verse 25, he said, says, therefore I believe God. Oh, take heart, man. For I believe God, you see? After the angel said, he said, I believe God that it shall be unto me just as it was told me. And guess what? It was to him exactly as it was told him. Exactly. He was a prisoner, but he was living in a rented apartment. <laughs> chapter 8, verse 23 and 24. He was living in 28, sorry, chapter 28, verse 23 24. He was living in a rented apartment. Why? Because God told him the high seas could not bring you down. So when he got to Rome, he got to Rome eventually. A snake, he came out of the high seas, chapter 28, verse, verse 4, 5. A, a, a venomous, a very poisonous snake stuck to his hand. <laughs> Beat him. And that kind of snake, when they bite you, don't survive because the, the natives knew about that kind of snake. Dangerous investment. And Paul's gardening street. But the a viper came out of, uh, of uh, came out because of the heat and fasting. It didn't just bite him. It's fasting. It was holding on to his skin. Holding on. Terrible snake. And then people concluded this guy is a, a wicked a murderer. 
You have escaped such a dangerous thing, and life, destiny did not permit you to live. No doubt this man is a murderer, whom, though he has escaped the seas, yet justice does not allow him to live. They were just using their own mind. They didn't know that everyone who survived, survived because of Paul. So the snake, which stands for the devil, the nature of the devil, said, you, we will target you. You saved everybody. Some of you, you are going through so much because you have been, you are the saved, uh, proper born again and worshiping God truly in your family. And so all hell has broken loose because you are bringing freedom. You are bringing a turn around your family. That is why the family forces have arisen against you. But they will not prevail. They will not prevail. They Amen. will not prevail. They Amen. will not prevail. The snake, which stands for the serpent, they stands for the nature of the devil. The devil, his first appearance in the Bible, he appeared as a snake. And his last appearance in the Bible is going to appear is, is, is a dragon, a matured, a big snake, dragon, dragon. So he 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 fastened, he, that word, fastened, he stuck, he was holding on. It's a serious thing. You know, normally snake will just bite you and run away. But this one won't go. Say, you can kill me. This man, I have to die with this man. <laughs> he fasted. So the people were so sure that this is a murderer. This is a murderer. But guess what? Bible said he shook the snake into the fire. He shook up the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. You won't suffer harm. Whatever they are saying against you will not work. Whatever they are doing against you will not work. That anything they are planning against you, they want you to, they, they have planned that you lose that job. They've planned that you lose that house. They've met and they are having conspiracies against you. In the office, they are teaming up against you. It will not work. I am prophesying to you. It will not work. They are twisting the arm of the court against you. It will not work. It will not work. They have managed to gather your own allies and turn them against you. It will not work. It will shake up that beast into the fire. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Why? Because I believe God that I'm going to Caesar. <laughs> your faith is what guarantees your safe passage. Your confidence in the spoken word, in the prophecies that God has sent to you, is what guarantees the nature of your journey and how safe you pass through. He shook up the beast. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Someone say, I shake it off. I shake it off. Come on, say it. I say, I shake it off. I shake it off. It's, it looks like in your family, you are the only one who hasn't got that testimony you are supposed to get. You haven't got things haven't, things haven't come together for you, fall in pleasant places for you, and they are, they are mocking you. Yet there's a beast. There is a beast that is fastening itself to your destiny because you, the way you are taking God serious, you are bringing salvation into your family. You are, bring, you, are, you are going to be the Joseph of your family and he doesn't want it. He has to cut you off, but we will shake him off. We will shake him off. We will shake him off. Sometimes you feel so discouraged and you are asking, this thing at all, does it really work? That's, that's what, it, when the devil hears you saying, 
this thing does it really work? He said, Yeah, you are talking. You're talking. Come on, come on, come on. You're not talking. You're talking. You're talking. You say, I don't know. I've been believing. I knew that before this encounter first. I told God, if he doesn't do it before this encounter first, then I won't believe. I don't know. Yeah, the devil said, Does it? Does it? I knew that's my boy. That's my girl. Come on, come on. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. You have to say like Job, even though he slays me, yet I will trust him. Even though it doesn't go my way, yes, I'll continue to believe God because I believe God, not because I, I'm not believing God because I've seen everything change. I believe God because I believe that it will be to me just as it was told me. That's all. So if what has been told you hasn't changed, then don't let your faith change. Your faith is built on someone, is something, watch this. Faith, genuine faith, genuine faith has its roots in the past. I will say it again. Genuine faith always has its roots in the past. Excuse me, can you explain it? Yeah, until I explain it, it will make sense. Genuine faith is built on what was spoken, what was said, not what shall be said. No. Not what shall be said. So some people are waiting. Okay, let if 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 really for me to believe, I want to hear him say that. No, 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 no. If you are waiting to hear before you say something said that sounds the way you like before you believe, no, you have to as you are hearing, faith is rising. So you believe what you have heard, what has been told, you believe it. Bible says that there shall blessed is he that believeth. Excuse me. I'm getting too fired up. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't sit still. Thank God there's spring in my chair. Hallelujah. Blessed. Blessed is he who believeth. Luke 1 45. Blessed is in Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Blessed is she that who believeth, for there shall be a performance of the things that would you see that? That not that will be told that that were told is in the past. You believed it, and that's why what oh what you have believed is what is about to happen, not what you are about to believe. What you are about to believe, we don't know what you are about to believe, but what you have believed, if you can't change what you have believed, what was said, you can't change what was said, then why would you change what was what you believed? You can't change what you believe. So let the belief be hinged on what you what has been said. And he said that I know, blessed is it, Paul said, I believe that it shall be unto me just as it was told me. Just as it was told me, it shall be. It shall. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that tonight you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are making history. You are making history tonight. You are making history tonight. Tonight is certainly historic in your life. Tonight is day number 40. Okay? Night number 40 of Encounter Fest. Night number 61 since we started daily prayer. 61. Encounter Fest. Day 40. Tomorrow is day 41. Sunday is day 42. But Sunday, there's no evening. It's just Sunday, normal morning. 
day four. So 42, which is six weeks. Uh, sorry, seven, uh, yeah, six weeks. Six weeks plus already existing fasting of three weeks in January. Nine weeks. Nine weeks pregnancy. <laughs> Listen, something will change in your story. Amen. Something has changed. I'm prophesying now. You can choose. You can choose to believe or not. But something has permanently changed in your Amen. life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Tonight, I haven't preached yet, but I have to close. <laughs> I was going to continue. I was going to continue my preaching on the Holy Ghost yesterday, but I felt too fed up, and I was just flowing. I felt like I came to prophesy. Tonight is just prophesying. I've been prophesying. Let me add this. I will go to the Holy Spirit another time. Let me add this. In Mark chapter 10, verse 46, he was moving to Jericho. When he came towards Jericho, there was a blind man, a man who sat blind, and blind by Timaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. The next verse. And when he, he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 40. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all, this, all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus, verse, the next verse, so Jesus stood. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer, rise. He's calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said unto him, You've been coming for encounter night after encounter, encounter first and night after night. This month is our turn around encounter. What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Rabboni, which is rabbi, which is teacher, master teacher that I might receive my, that's all he wanted. I don't know what all you are wanting, but tonight, prophetically, I believe God asked me to tell you, what do you want? What do you want? Maybe this is your first night joining us. You still came with a desire. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What may I do for you, says the Lord? What do you want the Lord to do for you? We want to pray. Two things. Somebody's going to pray. And in your prayer, your prayer is all going to be how you believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. God, I believe God. You have to believe that. So that it should be, it will be unto me. Just as I've heard tonight, I believe God. What do you want God to do for you? God, the blind man said that I might receive my sight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus, so Jesus said unto him, what do you want me to do for you? Then, no, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, that I might receive my sight. You must know what you want. 
this service must not end without you exercising your faith and telling Jesus, like blind, blind Matthew said, you've been coming for encounter phase. You've been in encounter phase from beginning or from last week or from early this week. So, I mean, for how long? Whatever. For last month, from the beginning, you've been in encounter phase and you want to say, God, that I might receive my sight, that I might receive my marriage, that I might receive my financial breakthrough, that I might receive my turnaround, I might receive my encounter, that I might receive a testimony in my health, I might receive a testimony in, the, in this court case, whatever it is, in my document, whatever it is, in my business, whatever it is, it's time. It's time to break up your fallow ground and dare to believe God and speak to God. And speak to God. Bible says, watch this, Joshua 10, 14. Bible says that, and the sun stood still, and there has never been a day like this where the Lord hid the voice of a man. Okay, before when the Lord hid, the, God will hear your voice. God will hear your voice. God will do it for you. God will do it for you. Present your request before God. Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Philippians chapter four verse six. Be, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your request be made. Why are you worrying when you can pray? No, stop worrying. Pray. The angel told Paul, fear not or don't be afraid. Jesus told the, the man whose servant was sick at home uh, in Mark chapter 5 verse 36, said, fear not, only believe. When Jesus heard what was said, Jesus said to the man, fear not, only believe. I just want you to know, don't be afraid, only believe. Don't be afraid, only believe. Don't be afraid, only if you can believe. Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, John chapter 11 verse 40, did I not tell you, Martha, that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? If you can believe, if you can believe, if you can believe, only so fear not, fear not, fear is not, what you are afraid of is not the problem. It's if you can believe God, God will sort you out. God will sort you out. And I want you to believe God for your marriage. Believe God for your health. Believe God for your healing. Believe God for your children. Believe God for your future. Believe God for your business. Believe God for your career. Believe God for that job. Believe God for those examinations ahead of you. Believe God for that crisis. Believe God that the crisis will turn in your favor. Believe God for victory in that court case. Believe God for your heart. Believe God for your family. Believe God for your husband. Believe God for your wife. Believe God for your mother. Believe God for your father. Believe God. I believe God. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Shout a believing amen. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.